Welcome to Jesus Loves the World podcast. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name. Picture this. God has become human. Still fully God, yet fully human. He has journeyed together with those who chose to be his disciples. He continually poured all of himself into them. For he loves them with a pure, unconditional love that shows them who he is. A love so great, so intimate, so personal. He knows one will betray him. One will deny him, one will doubt him, and that many will desert him. But nothing can change his unconditional love for them. Through journeying with them, they can know and experience his love and be transformed by him. He knows what he must endure for their sakes so that they may believe he is sent from God the Father and receive eternal life through him. He will carry the full force of human brokenness, depravity and shame, suffer public humiliation, torture and pain. From a city that days earlier hailed him as king, he will be cast out, and left to die. Jesus knows his time has come to leave this world and return to God the Father. He also knows the Father has given all things under his power. He knows he is God the Son. With one word he could destroy all those who oppose him. Yet he will give his life for them. With all this before him, Jesus turns his attentions towards those who are with him. He will reveal to them not only his love, but the reality of his kingdom. His disciples still do not understand. At this moment in time they knew that he was the Christ, the anointed one who was sent from God the Father to deliver them from the tyranny of humanity's darkness. Together with him they have travelled far and wide. They saw demons bow to his authority. Even the winds from the four corners of the earth obey him. They witness the lame walk, the deaf hear, the blind see, the brokenhearted healed, the oppressed set free and the captives released. Even those who were outcasts from their community were restored and included into Jesus' community. The disciples experienced the power of God flowing through them. His servant heart and great love for them is revealed in everything that he does. He shares all of himself with them. For such is his kingdom, power and glory.
It was time to share another meal together. This was always such a special moment of fellowship and communion for them. Yet nothing had prepared them for what was about to take place after this last meal. In a city where cultural diversity lived in constant tension, the drama was about to unfold in a way they had never seen or experienced before or since. To the Jew, humility was considered a worthy act, yet social status and position of power were never to be relinquished. It was something to pridefully maintain. The quest for knowledge and beauty by the Greek determined every action. To participate in a task of a lower class was and is an offence. The Romans believed in privilege and power for self-gain and self-glorification. Privilege and power was to be seized and never given up or relinquished. So in this environment, a complete violation of all these accepted cultural boundaries was about to take place. After the meal together, Jesus laid aside his garments and kneeled before his disciples. One by one, he placed their dirty feet into his holy hands. He gently poured the pure, clean water over their hardened skin. With his own towel that girded his body, he wiped their feet dry. Even the feet of the one he knows who will betray him. Stunned silence. Then it is Peter's turn. Jesus comes and kneels before him. Peter could not remain silent. With a mixture of emotions, he questioned, Lord, will you wash my feet? Jesus explains in love to him, At this moment, Peter, you do not understand. But after this, and what must take place occurs, you will. Peter could not accept that his Lord the one who he respects and reverenced would stoop down before him and perform the task of a submissive servant. So many motions run through his mind and body. A lord does not do the work of a slave, he would reason. Yet in complete contrast, Peter knows his own unworthiness, so he decided he could never allow such a thing. Sadly, the greatest block in receiving from God is self. Self wants to achieve, earn, and retain all the glory and all the honour. Self also knows the deceptions of the heart and knows it cannot. Self, or humanity's flesh, has two sides. One is to believe self deserves everything and is better than everyone else. 
or conversely self believes that it is not worthy to receive anything and is lesser than anyone else. Both are the head and the tails of the pride of life. Jesus, knowing all this, stoops down to the lowest point of humanity, down to the pride of life, into the dirt and the shame, and speaks life into Peter's darkness. He said, Peter, if you do not allow me to wash your feet, you have no part of me. Jesus was speaking of his sacrifice for him, for Peter, for you, for me, for all humanity. If we refuse to receive Jesus' sacrifice of himself, we deny the only pathway to freedom. As a result, we remain a slave to fear and self, trapped in the pride of life, the lust of the eye and the lust of the flesh, destined for eternal darkness and death. But if we receive Jesus' sacrifice of himself, we are immediately declared by God to be clean, pure and innocent. Each day as we focus on the humble sacrificial love of God, we can open our hearts and minds to let Jesus wash our feet. So we can live in the reality of the freedom from fear, pride, evil and self, the freedom that Jesus sacrificed himself to give us. Peter was clean because he received the word that Jesus spoke as truth and life. Yet Peter battled with his own will. As a result of Jesus' response, Peter realized that to be in close relationship with Jesus, he must accept Jesus' sacrificial gift, but fails to understand he is already clean. So Peter cried out, Then not just my feet, but also wash all of me. Jesus explains to Peter the fullness of the truth. Peter, you are clean because of me. But to be truly free, you must receive my sacrificial servant love. So the servant king bowed down to where Peter was at, into his pride and his shame, and washed his feet. The one who through all things was created, who has the power and authority over all things, bowed down and washed his disciples' feet. He even washed the feet of his betrayer. Even those who reject him, Jesus gives his life for them. Jesus demonstrates that a leader in the kingdom of God is the one who serves others, not for self-gain, but for their gain, their benefit, as the king of all kings came to serve all humanity. Out of God's great love, Jesus came. He lived, died, rose and ascended on high. In his darkest hour on earth, he still turned his concern to his disciples and washed their feet. 
Jesus explains further. John chapter 13 verses 12 to 17 So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If then your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Jesus begins to renew their mind with the reality of the character of God in his kingdom. As teacher and Lord, in practical humility, he became a servant, using his position of power to benefit others. For this is the servant heart of God, all because he so loves. Everything he does is an expression of his love and concern for us. That is the way he always was, and that is the way he will always be. For in the beginning God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit created. They worked in perfect oneness to create a home for us to be with him. Even before God created humanity, he created the heavens and the earth, Light, the atmosphere, the fruit-bearing trees, the dry ground. He even placed the lights in the sky to govern the days, the tides, the seasons. Everything was there for us to thrive and live before we were even created. God created a perfect place where we could be free to receive his unconditional love and concern for us where we would be at home with him, as he is at home with us. Again in Jesus' life, death, resurrection and ascension, God demonstrated the ultimate expression of his love for us. After Peter denied Jesus three times and witnessed his sacrifice on the cross, Peter encountered the resurrected Jesus. With great joy, Peter received the breakfast Jesus had just cooked for him. Through the cross, Peter received Jesus' victory over pride and self-will. Out of the revelation of God's great love, truth and power, Peter was empowered to surrender all his self to Jesus. At the cross, Peter could lay everything down and receive personally the ultimate servant act of God. The sacrifice of God himself for Peter, for you, for me, for all humanity. 
After Jesus' ascension back to the Father, the disciples received his power as witnesses to the world. They testified of who he is, what he has done and will do. The fullness of God dwells in them and his resurrection power flows through them for the benefit of others. Yet they could never forget that moment when their Lord Jesus, just before he went into the darkest, greatest depravity of humanity evidenced at the cross, girded himself with a towel and washed their feet. As his disciples, letting Jesus serve them, they too are servants, given the heart of God and sent by their master. Never greater than Jesus, as Jesus is never greater than the Father. Equality and equal justice for all, for such is his kingdom, glory and power. In his great love, truth and power, Jesus was sent from the heart of God the Father. Just as Jesus was sent by the Father, so are we. Let us conclude with the lyrics of Reckless Love. Before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. You have been so, so good to me. Before I took a breath, you breathed your life in me. You have been so, so kind to me. When I was your foe, still your love fought for me. You have been so, so good to me. When I felt no worth, you paid it all for me. You have been so, so kind to me. There's no shadow you won't light up, no mountain you won't climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the ninety-nine. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still you give yourself away. Let us pray. Anyone listening who has a fear of opening up to the living God and letting him serve you. For whatever reason, if you are like Peter and say, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Just know that you can trust in his love and sacrifice for you. No matter where you are at this moment, let him wash your feet and go deep into your heart, mind and spirit. Even if you feel nothing, know he is pouring into you. Just say, yes, Lord, yes. And he will continue to chase you down in his never-ending, reckless love. Amen. For more information and free resources, visit our website, jesuslovestheworld.info. Be blessed, empowered, and transformed in Jesus' name.